Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a kingdom educator, anointed by the creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Here with Eliana Bowler today, and I'm really excited to welcome her because she's a student, actually a college student, who's excited to become a teacher. And she has a different perspective, I think, to bring to the podcast today to encourage our teachers. And so I have invited Eliana here to share um, some of her heart with you. So welcome, Eliana. Thank you so much. Eliana, I want to start out because we've been talking about kingdom and what it means to you and a little bit about your journey when it comes to how you encountered kingdom versus Christian faith. And then I'd love for you to step into what does it look like for us? Because some of us are just the kingdom is a new thing, stepping into kingdom identity as a teacher. So I'll go ahead and have you share with us your thoughts on those things. Yeah, I guess to start off with, I was raised in a Mennonite Brethren church. My dad was a pastor. I was homeschooled for most of my childhood. And then when I was a in eighth grade, around that time, we moved to Hayes, Kansas. And my dad was a pastor there at a church until I was about a junior. And then we were unfortunately asked to resign uh, just due to difference in beliefs they changed their perspective on the Holy Spirit and just stopped believing that um, it moves today and speaks today. So we left there and started attending a church plant in Hayes called Family Worship Center. And I think there is where I really got exposed to what it's like to be part of a kingdom culture and not part of a Christian culture because they are different. Living in a Christian culture the term Christian gets thrown around a lot. Yeah. People claim to be Christians. They're living very much or in step with the world and not in step with the Father. And so, yeah, when when I was really exposed to this kingdom culture, I was like, whoa, like look at all of these people who are walking in step with the Lord and all they want to do is glorify the Lord. And so it was really, really sweet to just be exposed to that. Mm-hmm. And a big part of my, can I also interject really quick? Something we talked about before we did this interview was that when you are, when you recognize that and, and we're in the Midwest. And so people, if you're right. listening from the coast, it is different. It's different out here. I know I'm from the West coast and, um, it's using the word Christian means something maybe different than it does out here, but yeah. Christian can become yep. like a religious term. It, yep. it's my ticket to heaven. And then yeah. it becomes the, you're not, you are kind of right. <laughs> the haves and have nots. It's almost like a political view mm-hmm. in a way of like, yeah, I'm Christian. I believe that there's a God and I believe that he made the world. And I believe that he says these things Then I'm going to stand on it. And then also America, go, go America. <laughs> yeah. And so, and believe me, like I, I do love, I do love our nation and I love the work that the Lord is doing in it. 
However, there's a line you need to draw between like putting God and America on the same pedestal. And I think, I think that the happens Jesus a lot. King, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so is the U S yeah. <laughs> and so I love that whole piece with your shift in mindset of what Christian is versus stepping into kingdom mindset was really like right. hearing God's voice and following him, being in connection with him. And you said that you had at this new church that you went to with your family, you actually encountered a different culture of people yeah. where you actually got exposed through a worship group. Do you want to share about that part? Yeah. Um, so when we were at this church plant, they didn't have a worship team at the time. And so we were just doing like YouTube videos and that can get a little bit monotonous. So um, <laughs> thank the Lord for a ministry called Presence Worship, which I'm now a part of. Yeah. Um, they came out about twice a month. Okay. And um, led worship at our church. I'd done several of their camps. I I literally, they led worship at our a camp that I had attended since I was in middle school. So I had actually seen them. And I remember like standing at camp and being like, man, I just would give anything to be part of something like that. That looks so wow. awesome. And I went to their camps when I started when I was a sophomore and then a junior. Mm-hmm. Then as a senior, I was leading with them at our church. And so it was okay. really cool growing in my confidence in myself and they were just like so equipping like do this hold your mic this way it's okay to sing out sing out and like embrace and there's freedom to speak what the lord is saying to you Mm, that's good and like moving with friend holy spirit right yes Mm -hmm. and so it was really really sweet um to just be able to grow in that then that summer they had a worship residency Mm -hmm. And I ended up doing that, found a lot of freedom from a lot of the pain and hurt that I was harboring from that, leaving that church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Lord just did a really deep work in my heart, Um, even restored a relationship I had with my brother. We'd been kind of like on the rocks and it was really rough when I, my senior, during my senior year. And so that summer, the Lord restored that relationship, which has been really sweet. It's easier for us to like, hey, I was in the wrong and I'm really sorry. Yeah. And, and for us to like genuinely mean it. And so, yeah, it it was, it was a really sweet summer Mm -hmm. and then went to Washburn in the fall for physical therapy. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, Washburn's a university for people, not from our area. Yep. So sorry about that. (laughs) Um, Okay. And I was going for physical therapy and I was like, Oh, I'm not, Lord, I didn't surrender my schooling to you. Oh. I don't think this is actually what you want me to do. <laughs> when I said <laughs> you could have everything and you could be in control of everything, I did not surrender my schooling. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry, Lord. What do you want me to do? Um, actually ended up doing Bethel School of Worship oh, wow. online. Okay. I graduated from that in this past August. Okay. That was really, really sweet. How um, neat. Felt like I grew a lot as a musician through a lot in my just walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really sweet. Then mm-hmm. I did another summer with presence. And then that was, again, a really sweet time. And now I'm out in Wichita. Okay. It's been really good. Very stretching. The Lord's like, I need you to surrender these things. And I need you to walk in, walk in step with me, holding my hands and just giving me everything that you're worrying about and thinking about. Yeah, I think in November, he just really convicted me of like, he's like, you're thinking about these things more than you're thinking about me. And you're putting them on a pedestal. And he's like, that's my spot. And I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, since then, he's just been like, I need you to walk in a childlike faith. 
I need you to walk in a childlike faith. And so it's been really a really sweet time this past few years of just like growing with the Lord and figuring out what walking in step with him really does mean. Yeah. So I have listeners that are anywhere from brand new teachers all the way to teachers who have been teaching 20 plus years. And as they're finishing the school year or they're on summer break, it would be very encouraging Eliana because of where you're at. Like you could share a little bit of your story about stepping into teaching, but what is something that you have that would bring a word of encouragement that would kind of like light their fire again for the impact they could have as kingdom educators? I would say, again, going back to talking, I think we talked a little bit about being a Christian teacher versus being a kingdom culture teacher. Mm -hmm. When you're a kingdom culture teacher, it's so important for you to walk in step with the Lord and his decrees, Mm -hmm. but also to be like in conversation with him um, throughout the day just being like, what do you want me to say? How do you want me to encourage these students? How can I look more like you? That's really what we want to do. Um, but it's so important to be asking these things and be speaking life and hope over these kids because really this the education system is such a hopeless place. And yeah, it's very hopeless. There's a lot of death and um, destruction mm-hmm. um, that the, the, these students have to deal with with their peers, uh, even in their homes. And so, which I'm sure most, most of the teachers do know this. Yes. Yes. Um, but they're aware. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so important to be speaking life into these students. Yeah. I just, it just keeps coming to mind. Like the age that children are getting exposed to pornography, like so Mm -hmm. young, the devil is coming after the innocence of our, of our children and mm-hmm. like the next generation, he's coming so hard after them, you know, and yeah, that, that breaks my heart. I think since I've been in high school, I've had three classmates pass away, maybe two or three. For suicide? Well, two was suicide and one was an accident. And so I come from a small school mm-hmm. and like, you, you think like, that's something that would never happen in my school, you know, but it does. And mm-hmm. that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I think the warfare that goes on in our schools and in our people my age and younger is because the Lord has something so big planned for our generation. Yes. And yes. I just I just burn to see Gen Z and generation after I'm blanking on what their generation is called. But I burn just I'm like, I want them to know Jesus. I want yes. them to know. Yes. You know, if Every person in our school was a Christian, not even a Christian, a kingdom Christian, mm-hmm. you know, kingdom student. Just imagine like the homes, imagine the light that is going into each home as each kid goes home, mm-hmm. you know, or even just the teachers. If we had a public school with kingdom teachers on mission, imagine the impact that kids have as they speak life into yeah. kids who come from broken homes. I mean, it transforms them, let alone their family. Then it goes right. out to cities, right? We have city transformation. Yeah, I just want to encourage teachers to continue walking and stuff with the Lord. Yeah. I know that's something that my parents are doing. Like mm-hmm. my dad just started an FCA program. So he was like, we had like 30 students come. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. And so I just think that's so cool. And I know my mom is like, 
we have, you know, students whose parents are practicing the dark arts. And mom's like, I go early to school to pray over my room because I don't want that in my room. Take authority over the atmosphere. Yes, yes. And and she's even seen changes. Like yes. teachers have been like, oh, well, isn't this person just an absolute troublemaker? She's like, no, he's fine in my classroom. You know, she's had people in her Bible study, give us the names of your students and we will pray for them. Divide and conquer, we'll pray for each kid. Hearing Eliana say that reminds me like something that I've been wanting to encourage is that you are a teacher on mission and you need people praying for you like you're a missionary. Like you need to be on people's prayer lists regularly and be giving them updates because Eliana's right. Like her mama praying over her classroom and take authority. Those powers and principalities have to bow to Jesus in her. And so of course that kid is going to come under submission to the Lordship of Jesus because she's taking authority over that. So don't be afraid to ask people to pray for you and your kids because those teachers, I'm sure are even coming to Eliana and going, what's different in here. I want to know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to encourage you to Again, take authority and walk in stuff with the Lord because, I mean, he's the maker of heaven and earth. And even the demons have to like, they flee at the mention of his name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think just just proclaiming even his name over your room, over your school is so important. I mean, I have friends who they have a a church plant that meets intentionally in a school um, just so they're like, We're here declaring that the Lord is going to be in this place. And, you know, they're only there on Sunday mornings. However, Jesus is there all the time. Yeah. Um, And they're just coding that school in his presence. And yeah, it's just so important. That's good. Well, thank you for sharing with us today, Eliana. And thank you for hearing God's voice for the next steps that you're supposed to do. And I just want to encourage other teachers that are here just asking, like, am I supposed to stay? It's getting crazy. And I'm like, you ask the Lord because he gives us what we need to stand yeah. where we're supposed to stand. And some of us are called to stay and some of us are called to move to public education and some are homeschooling and some are moving on to the new thing. We bless the thing the Lord's calling you into. But when you hear his voice to respond, it's, that's the hugest thing because yeah. in obedience, we are blessed and the Lord gives you what you need. So bless you, Eliana, and your studies. Thank you so much. I will to K-State in the fall to finish up my degree. Yay. So. That's super exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing with us. And if you are interested in any of the information that Eliana shared about presence worship, I will drop their link in the bio below. And also they do have camps that happen during the summers, but you can check their website. And they also have regular worship nights every month out at their compound um, north of Wichita in Newton, Kansas. You can connect with them there on that link. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.